Welcome to the All Things Hollywood Show with your host, Travis Cody, where you will learn from the top entertainers and filmmakers in the world to get the real scoop on what goes on behind the scenes in Hollywood. Not just another cliche Hollywood gossip show. On each episode, you will discover the rarely revealed secrets to Hollywood from the insiders, moguls, and movie stars that actually make show business run. And now, here's your host, Travis Cody. Welcome to another episode of the All Things Hollywood Show. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about The Last Jedi. Now, the last uh, several of my past episodes, I've talked about how Hollywood is, in my humble but accurate opinion, totally bankrupt when it comes to creativity in certain instances. And for me, The Last Jedi is proof that Hollywood's journey to the creative dark side is complete. In the history of film, few universes have made as big of an impact as Star Wars has. It's a massive universe. And one of the challenges for fans has been wanting to see more of this universe and especially more of the story of Luke Skywalker and what happens to Luke and Han and Leia. And for years and years, we've been waiting. So when George Lucas sold... Star Wars to Disney, fans were extremely hopeful. Finally, we're going to get someone who treats the property and creates the universe with the way we've been wanting. And with The Force Awakens, I talked about this in a previous episode, in some ways it was kind of insulting because Disney made the decision, or I should say Lucasfilm made the decision to throw out George Lucas's original story. Now, George Lucas has gone on record saying that He had originally planned nine full episodes, and Timothy Zahn, who wrote three of the Star Wars books, did extensive interviews with George Lucas, and George Lucas, in fact, in a statement, said that Timothy Zahn's books, if there were movies for episodes seven, eight, and nine, his books would be the official version, due to the extensive interviews that uh, he had done with him. But Timothy Zahn says that in those interviews, George Lucas actually said that he had planned out 12 episodes. We've only seen six of those, and then Disney decides to throw away everything else. And the justification was that they wanted to give fans the movie that they deserved. That was the exact quote. And The Force Awakens was nothing more than episode four remade, but just done bigger. And in some ways, it was almost invalidated everything that had happened because here we have this empire and they've taken over everything and there's no hope in the universe and there's a tiny little resistance. And then, you know, the Jedi are gone and, and so now you have Luke Skywalker and he rises up and he not only, he brings back hope and he restores the Jedi and now you have him take down the Sith Lord and Emperor and also the most powerful Jedi slash powerful Sith in history. And that's the end of the story. So when we fast forward 30 years, you've got 30 years now between just taking out the Emperor and the most evil villain you can imagine. So you would think, great, now we can restore the Republic and we can start building everything up. And now, you know, obviously there's still the armies of the Empire floating around, but they're leaderless. They have no leader. Fast forward 30 years to the new version and nothing has changed. The the rebellion is still the rebellion. Like, what the hell happened in the last 35 years? What were you doing? And now we have 
The Last Jedi. And not only, it's like, it starts with like 20 ships. That's all the resistance has at this point in time. The first thing is, why are they still the resistance? No, like, you restored, where was the, where's the Republic? Why wasn't it restored? How come the Empire's technology is to the point where they can turn an entire planet into a weapon and the Resistance is still using the same technology from 30 years ago? Where's their technology? How come they haven't advanced? And now you bring in this thing and it's Luke Skywalker and he's like bitter and depressed and he's totally checked out and he's cut out. No, like Luke Skywalker was the most hopeful, optimistic person in history. And not only that, he was the most powerful Jedi that's ever lived. He took down the Emperor and the most powerful Jedi slash Sith. He did that. And to say that he has one bad experience where one of his students turns on him and that's so traumatizing that he just is, wants to go and die now and thinks, like, what the hell? What the hell? And not only that, but The Last Jedi is nothing more than a remake of Empire Strikes Back! Like, really? Like, in the universe of Star Wars and the best creative minds in Hollywood, and this is the best we can do? Is just to remake the original three movies? Like, it's insulting. I, I, they might as well just lined up all the fans and walked by and slapped them in the face and said, now give me your $15. And, you know, this has been validated by a lot of the comments that, that Mark Hamill has made in the press. The fact that he said, this wasn't my Luke Skywalker. I, when I did the film, I was playing more of like, uh, you know, what a Sam Skywalker. It was like the cousin of Luke. And so, when you have an actor who's played a role in a character for 40 years, like, they understand that character better than anyone else. And now this is all speculation, and this is all rumor, so I can't validate that, so I'm letting you know right now. This is just, I'm totally speculating here. But the rumor is, is that the director of The Last Jedi never actually consulted with Mark Hamill about the character. And in a... Industry that touts itself for creativity, that is like such a massive sign of disrespect to the actor. Because he understands, I would dare say that Mark Hamill understands Luke Skywalker better than George Lucas does. Because he's lived with him for so long. So to not even consult with him and ask his opinion of where he feels the character should be... It's insulting. And not only is it insulting, it's the, it's the height of narcissism. And I'm just going to touch on this point for a little bit because it's a, it's a bit of a point of contention for me. In, in two, 2009, 2010, I believe, thereabouts, the Directors Guild and the Writers Guild got in a bit of a feud. At the time, a lot of writers were putting camera directions in scripts, saying such things as close up, so-and-so walks into a room and the camera pans in and zooms in onto to highlight a particular detail that was very important. And the Directors Guild got pissed and they were saying, your writers, stop putting directions in our scripts. You're not a director. And after about six months, the Writers Guild finally backed down and actually released new um, standards for how screenplays had to be done. Here's the irony of this. When I was working with Crane Films, less than two months after these new things got passed, every single director that we went out to, 100% of the directors that we went and made offers to, all said, I'm only interested if I can rewrite the script. 
Wah! What the hell? You just made this big freaking deal about your writers, you're not directors, you stop telling us how to direct, and then you flip it around and you go, I'm going to rewrite. Well, you're not a writer, you're a director. Make up your mind. You can't have it both ways. And it comes down to nothing but money. It's a purely 100% money because the Screen Actors Guild has minimums that you get paid for a screenplay and you also get minimums that you get paid for royalties based on the film. Now, if you're a writer and a director, guess what? The Directors Guild has the same thing. So you get paid as the writer and you get paid as the director and now you're getting two sources of royalties. And again, it's the narcissism of saying writers don't know enough about film to be able to put camera directions in there and then on the flip side, directors are coming along saying, oh, I know enough how to rewrite this script. So... The Last Jedi, to me, is just the epitome of that directorial narcissism. And the other rumor is is that uh, the director didn't actually tell Mark Hamill that... Oh, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen The Last Jedi yet... Uh, spoiler alert. So turn it off now because I'm going to give away a huge part of the ending. The rumor is the director never actually told Mark Hamill that Luke Skywalker was going to die at the end of the film. And if you've seen any of the pictures and videos from Mark Hamill before the premiere of The Last Jedi, before he saw the film, and then the look on his face immediately after, he looked shell-shocked. He had tears in his eyes. Now, if that rumor is true, that is such a dick move by that director. It's beyond insulting. I mean, it's disgusting. Is what it is. Because if you are an actor and you've played a character for 40 plus years and your character's gonna die off, there is an emotional attachment to that character. There is an emotional preparation that you're gonna take with that character. And so if the director really actually did that to Mark Hamill, again, it's just disgusting to me if that's the case. So, with Mark Hamill coming out and saying, this is not my Luke Skywalker, it's official to me the Star Wars universe that we're living in right now is an alternate universe. The stories that we've had with The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, it's a, an entirely alternate universe. Just like Marvel will do their storylines and sometimes there's a vortex that sucks them to another dimension and then that all happens there. And at the end, all in, the, in that dimension, all these crazy things happen and in the end they come back through the portal and nothing of those horrible things have happened. We're in an alternate dimension right now. The reality is, is that we're never going to get the, well, most likely we will never see or know what the true story of Luke Skywalker, Han, and Leia is because we're being give, given this alternative reality. So anyway, that's why I say that Ho this, this is my conclusive proof that Hollywood has journey to the creative dark side is complete. They, they, they were so disrespectful towards the fans, towards the character, and, and to the actor if some of these rumors are to be, um, are true. So I'd love to know what your thoughts are. Sound off in the comments below. Let me know your thoughts. I'm Travis Cody, and until next time, I'll see you at the movies. Hey, it's Travis Cody. I want to thank you for listening to the All Things Hollywood Show, and I want to make sure you're plugged into everything we're doing on a daily basis. Go to allthingshollywoodshow.com and join the email list so you can get notifications when new episodes come out, plus get links to the transcripts of every show we've done in the past. 
You can also grab a free copy of my best-selling book, Celebrity Rules, which shares even more details on the world of Hollywood and celebrities and what you can do to prepare for the day you meet one. And finally, if you enjoyed the show, I'd appreciate if you will leave a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.